this and every episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast brought to you by People State Bank, the Andrews Insurance Agency, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Let's go white. Carry Tracy Cole destroying Stacy Moore. Neil Keith, Sally Sears, Evans, and the Glory Gears. Mo, Mom, Mel, Mare, the Cunningham Four. I tried not to look at the, I wasn't even looking at the tuned in to another episode the first one of 2024 of the old school red hill podcast chip jamerson gary Evans, and david king i am brian emmons we're glad to do this every couple of weeks we have a lot of fun going through the oral history of red hill high school bridgeport and the surrounding area and chip dave mook happy 50 years of red hill high school that's crazy that's that's awesome the 50 year anniversary this year have, have yeah, you guys, have you heard, are we, is the school doing anything to kind of celebrate the 50th anniversary? I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah. Hopefully it's a missed opportunity that's, if they're not, because I mean, it's pretty, I mean, it's 50 years, right? I mean, it's pretty, right. pretty awesome that this uh, yeah. consolidated school and this brought this little, uh, brought a lot of great memories, uh, in these last 50 years. So I and, hope they're and, doing something to honor it and brought a highly entertaining podcast to the, oh, to the world. Yeah, Absolutely. A little bit of a segue from podcasting to newspapers, the Bridgeport Leader Project. Give us about three or four more weeks, folks. We're going to have the final big announcement, but we're getting very, very close, and we're, we're really excited about what, what's about to happen. So hang with us just a few more weeks on that Bridgeport Leader Project and all of the good information coming from that. Mr. Chip Jamerson, what are we going to entertain the folks with today? Well, we talked about the 50-year anniversary of Red Hill High School. So we're going to go back 50 years to the first year of Red Hill High School, and we're going to do one of our favorite types of shows. We're going to take the daily record, a little bit of Vincent Sun commercial, yep. and we're going to go day by day and let you know what was happening the week of January 14th, Monday, January 14th, let you know what was happening that week in Lawrence County and nationwide worldwide so, so let's see i was was i five years old when this happened because yeah i turned six in october of 74 so just a little five-year-old which means none of you guys were even born yet were you born I, I was, yes i have just celebrated yeah, my first birthday okay so, that's right that's right um yes i basically um came in with red hill high school so i'm one now and yes so i i don't remember these things and Brian probably doesn't remember very much of it, but hopefully we can jog a few memories today. Yeah. From- we're, we're more than nine months out from November of 74, so I'm not even I'm not even in a picture at all, yes. <laughs> I know Gary's not. You're in the picture. I'm not. I'm in the picture. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, all of this madness is brought to you each and every episode by Andrews Insurance Agency, thanks to T-Bone and Juice for their sponsorship, Stacy and all the gang at People's State Bank, and, of course, Tyler griffin's pizza house 
and we appreciate their sponsorship. If your business would like to sponsor the Old School Red Hill Podcast, just get a hold of us through the Facebook page, and we would be happy to let you know all the information on that. So let's take off. Are we ready to go? Yeah, I'll take Monday. Do Monday, Chip. Uh, I've go. got the daily record right in front of me. I'm going to do it the way I usually do. I'm just going page by Read page. It. If, um, something is interesting, I'm going to let the listeners know about it. These can be found on the Lawrence, Lawrenceville Library um, website. I just I usually search in Dick Poppy Library, and it comes up So when I go to Google. But one thing I noticed about this paper was a little bit different than the um, more of the later 70s, 80s, 90s papers that we're used to. Not as many pictures, but just packed with news. Lots more news and lots than you of ever. News. I mean, any space they could find, they'd put in an article that maybe didn't have to do with the rest of the stuff on the page, but they yeah, needed an article just, that long that would fit into that space. So you might find Johnny Miller winning the golf tournament on the classifieds page. Yeah, I was going to say, I found sports stories in the middle of the classified <laughs> yeah, ads. Wherever it would fit. It, we Too much going here. on. And it was every single day this paper now came I, up. Now it seems like I missed something. I got to go back <laughs> <up> here. <laughs> and so, as I said, I'm going to start with Monday here. Not a lot of front page news here. I was going to, since the weather has been a big topic around our listening area, um, the majority of our listening area, I know most of us live in, we have listeners from all over the world, but the majority of the people that listen, weather has been the topic this week. Uh, the comparison on temperatures, we had a high of 32 and low of 20 today. It's so a little bit warmer than it is um, this week. And as I go through here, let's get to the sports page and let's see what this is Monday. So let's see what happened around the NEC in basketball yes. over the weekend. A very light Friday schedule. Could have been weather related. Not sure. But only one Friday night game in January. I found that kind of strange. I'm guessing weather affected it. Uh, but Saturday was the big night and Red Hill um, played Mount Carmel. So big rivalry game. Yep. Good Red Hill team, as we've talked about with Doug Hardacre on that podcast. Scored a lot of points. Ago. Uh, Red Hill wins 72 to 70. So a big conference win for the Salukis go through some scoring there. Um, Buchanan and Hardacre led the way That's Jim Buchanan and Doug Hardacre with 14 each very balanced attack. Um, and then John Christie with 13 and then Chris black with 11 and then Bruce Jones with eight. I'll go, I was just going to do double digits, but eight's close enough. Um, so when you're a coach and you're looking at the stats after the game or you're a commentator, you want to win the battle of some statistical categories. You sure. want to win the turnover battle, the field goal percentage, uh, rebounds. Let's see how that went. We won by two. Field goal percentage, want 48 to 43. Free throw percentage, 86% from the line to 64. Turnover battle, we had fewer than Mount Carmel, yes. and they won the rebound battle by one. So uh, Coach John Brooks gets a nice performance against the Golden Aces. And so looking at the landscape of the NEC standings, we're about the half, well, about getting about the halfway point in the season. Yeah. Um, Lawrenceville, of course, they would go on to win the state title. They're leading the way at 4-0. and But Red Hill's right there in the mix. At two and two in the conference behind uh, Salem and Carmi. So, uh, a lot of tradition at Sumner, a lot of tradition at Bridgeport. You put the two schools together, this is the start of really yeah. big things yeah. happening in basketball. 
and as as we know here. Uh, there's some changes to the schedule, just a little bit on the upcoming schedule. The guys might talk about some of these games later. It's been a change a little bit from those pocket ske- poster schedule they put out earlier in the year. So just to let you know what's coming up, we're going to yes. be playing um, – only on uh, January 15th. So somebody's probably going to cover that game for us later. And there's been a shift, um, or no. Yeah, Oblong has been shifted to next week, and Florida will be playing the 25th. So just a little bit of um, a preview of what's to come this week. Uh, Not a lot. At the Avalon, Walking Tall was playing. I didn't really research the movie at all, but uh, Avalon, um, I assume that's the one there in in Lawrenceville right? on the square, yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm picturing. Yep, that's um, it. Saw some good Gary, do you, do you are you old enough to remember going to the Avalon or I don't remember that. Because I only remember like as like a three and four year old. So you may have gone as like a one and two year old. I probably not, but you may have. So but yeah, it seems like it was mid seventies is when the av- the end of the album. Yeah, the so. last movie played there was Grease. So that would have been what 70 what Was that 77? Is that what Eight, I'm not 77, sure. 78 right in there. Okay. All right. Nice article if you want to go I'm not going to go too much into Lawrenceville here, but a really nice article the Chicago Tribune did a piece on the Lawrenceville Indians and they talk about it in here. Uh, great felling quotes whether you're a Lawrenceville fan or not, I think you'll enjoy his quotes in that article. Let's keep going through the newspaper here it's good to see ken Karin and sherry brown are getting married congratulations that's ken Karin jr so i'm assuming kenneth g Karin jr so i'm assuming kg from the class of 92 on the we made state and 88 football oh. team um his parents is what i'm assuming there since it's kenneth g Karin jr so kenneth kg was the third i didn't realize that um, until this podcast, you learn all kinds of things <laughs> on the spot. Um, let's see what's else we're going to lot of, and really good coverage of the, the personal news, the, the weddings, the reunions, yeah. everything, a lot of really packed the paper with that. So, um, moving on here, I didn't have anything marked on that page and let's see here. Gallows is the grocery store that everybody was going to, along with McKim's. I have a McKim's ad in here, too. But on page five, we're talking Gallows. That's at 2222 Lexington Avenue. I'm assuming that's the red and white building that yeah. we're um, that pretty we're all picturing here. Sure, I know yeah. Brian's really good. And the others as well. But Brian's really good about going through prices. I know Dave was looking at prices earlier. So I'll just go through a couple things here. Yes, please. I, 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 lo- I love looking at old prices like these. <laughs> A head of lettuce, 23 cents. That seems like that a good bad. deal. That's, That's not bad. <laughs> um, let's see. You could get a ham for 95 cents a pound. So I don't sure. I don't shop for a lot of ham, so I'm not sure what they go for per pound now. More, more than that. More than that. More than 95 cents. <laughs> and they have basically all all you know, fabric softer downy for a dollar thirty nine, and that's a big bottle. So uh, that's Gallows in Lawrenceville, twenty two twenty two. It's Lexington. only it's only fifty nine cents a pound. What is a plate boiling beef? Plate boiling beef. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't good know what question. That is. I'm picturing some it's kind of pot. I'm picturing like a pot roast. I'm yeah, it's I'm a way of saying that. pot roast. It's a it's a meat that you go that you can throw <laughs> that in you and can boil. boil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like where Dave's going with that. Let's bring that back. Yeah. All right. So let's see as we move along here. 
Yeah, that's a lot of sports news on the, uh, <laughs> like I say, the late in in the classified ads. Of course, this is when uh, NC State was really good with David Thompson. I already mentioned Johnny Miller, the 26 year old, won the Phoenix Open. That tournament's pretty much held that. Are we are we around Phoenix Open weekend now? It seems like it's always around this time of Let's year. See, but, it's about uh, Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, typically. Okay, so we back a little bit now. All right, and. Really, guys, that's all I had. I, I hope I didn't skip anything, but that's Monday. I really want to get that NEC news for you. And so that's all I have for Monday, January 14th. Well, I've got Tuesday, so we'll just get started. I do want to say I've got the top five songs in the Billboard Hot 100 here, so we'll play a couple of those and sprinkle the rest in throughout the show. Uh, number five is called Show and Tell. And that's by Mr. Al Wilson. And I didn't, couldn't think of this song at the beginning, but then once I, once I heard it, then I knew exactly what it was. Let's listen to a little bit of that. So that is Show and Tell by Al Wilson, Wilson number five song in the country. What's going to do? Was that played in uh, the movie Superbad in 2008? Is that what the Michael Sarah uh, sang in the in a bedroom? Someone looked that up. I'm not Interesting. Sure. Look it up, Kinger. That's, that'd be cool if it is. I think it really be. Yeah, in our 19, the 1974 Casey Kasem tournament that's happening on Facebook, that actually lost in the uh, round of 64 to the air that I breathe, the great song. But. That's the part that everybody knows. <laughs> okay, number four song in the country while King looks that up is a song that I'm sure was played on the Gray's jukebox many, many times. It's by a man, a crossover country hit. This is Charlie Rich. Hey, did you happen to see the most beautiful girl in the world? Everybody knows that song. When I saw, there you go. And if you did, what she crying, crying. When I saw that, the album cover, it just like, it's one of those things that just like shocked me because it like took me back because I, I think my parents had the eight track of this. I think we had that album too. I'm pretty. I know what the album cover looks like, but yeah, we we had either the eight track or the album of it. Yeah, and I don't know. I think well, at least on our end, where I'm hearing it really well tonight. I know the the our our audience will hear the whole thing. But was that acapella at the beginning? Because that's what all I heard was acapella. Sounded acapella on our <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. Um, yeah, sometimes we awesome. don't get all the music yeah, sound there through was our a, headphones. So there, there was, I mean, there wasn't a lot. I mean, yeah, there's I a little bit of guitar here. No, I mean, there's, yeah, there's definitely. I turned up the wrong thing. No, there's definitely music. He was good here. I love it. it was very isolated. Charlie Rich was not going acapella. Number one movie in the country. We'll just get this out of the way because it was the number one movie in the country from January 9th all the way to March 27th, and that is The Exorcist. Okay. Uh, did a million bucks um, every single week from January 9th um, all the way to March 20th. And then the last two weeks, it was number one, did just under a million, but so massive, massive movie there. All right. First story. I, I was lucky enough to get a Bridgeport story right off the bat. 
Bob Schofield has been hired by the city of Bridgeport as the regular night patrolman effective on February 1st. That's a good move. Schofield has worked the past 18 months. Fix my microphone there. Past 18 months as a weekend night patrolman. Now, he has to make that move because Rex Lawson, who was the current night patrolman, now he's moving to police chief. And you may say, well, why is he moving to police chief? Well, because police chief Mac Pargin resigned from his position to take over duties as superintendent of water, sewer, and streets. Matt Pargin? Mac. Mac Pargin, yep, okay. Mac Pargin. So Pargin will continue to carry a police badge with the authority of a Bridgeport policeman, and he will serve on the newly formed City Police Commission headed by Mayor William Potts. Okay, I like that. I like that. We got a – that's a good department. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're moving and, and shaking over there. Um, Red Hill played Parkview in uh, junior high basketball, and unfortunately – uh, Parkview came or Parkview came out on the on the winning end of that one, 63-43. The young Salukis were led by Rick Tate. Tate poured in 14. Russell Adams had 12. Uh, Jim Doyle was had nine. Let's see here we go. Where's Jim Doyle? He's in. <laughs> that's weird. He's in the story, but he's not in the. Uh, Oh, I see. Yeah, because it was Jim Doyle that was out of the game, and he's one of the starters, so he could have made a difference. And Tracy Legg picked up three fouls in the first quarter, and he's usually um, Red Hill's top scorer. He only had nine points, so they lose that one. But good news, they won the seventh-grade game, 51-32. Jay Murphy had 12. John Parrott, Greg Smith each had 10. The Red Hill seventh-graders hit 45% from the field compared to only 28% for the Parkview Braves. Coach Dennis Bowser said he was happy with the scoring considering the long layoff due to snow and ice. They've had only three practice sessions since their last game on January 3rd. And again, this is January 15th. My mom, our mom's birthday. So she, let's see, real quick, do the math. My mom would have turned 27 on this day. So happy Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. And I'll show you one of our first listeners of this episode when it goes live. Walking Tall, like you said, was at the movies, and Westworld was in Lawrenceville over at the Plaza Cinema in Vincennes. Um, American Graffiti was playing with with Ron Howard, and at the New Moon, a couple of uh, kung fu movies, Sacred Knives of Vengeance and Five Five Fingers of Death are playing. Tuesday, uh, Five Finger Death Punch. I wonder if they got their name from that. I bet they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this night, January 15th, uh, a big premiere is about to happen. Happy Days. Young Ron Howard, remember Opie of The Andy Griffith Show, stars in this new series that harks back to the days of good old 1955, where short-haired rock and roll kids hung out in the drive-ins. Ron plays a 16-year-old trying to be both smooth and aggressive with a well-stacked date, and he does his best with the material he's given. Incidentally, anyone who wants to see this talented youngster display his true metal, he should see his performance in American Graffiti, which, like I said, is currently in theaters as well. Joe has no chance. No. We, <laughs> yeah, it won't last long. Well, we've got a birth that I think everybody's going to know about on January 15th of 1974. Mr. and Mrs. Jeff Hartz become the parents of a baby born 
on the 10th at 10.03 p.m. at Good Samaritan Hospital. The little girl, who has been named Emily Ann, weighed 5 pounds, 10 ounces, and she's welcomed home by two sisters, Valerie and Angela. Happy 50th birthday to Emily Hartz. Wow. Happy birthday, Emily. Emily, we just totally called out your age there in case anybody (laughs) didn't know. I love one thing that I love about these old newspapers is they take out big ads for items that don't seem like huge profits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've got an ad later, it's JC Penney's ad and and it's almost a full page ad and three quarters of that is for pantyhose that are like four <laughs> for four. Everyone every every woman needs them, right? I know, but it like I don't feel like it's advertising in the newspaper must have been cheap back then because they take it's like they take bigger ads than what they may have needed or whatever but this one is gallows chip mentioned it gallows Gallows, red and white massive ad thursday january 17th from 10 to 5 and it's like a wanted poster it says wanted your child only one dollar and little rascals is going to take a portrait and you can have an eight by ten living color portrait of your beautiful little child limited offer now one per child or two per family so if you got three kids you got to pay another dollar yeah i remember going to grocery stores as a toddler and getting my picture taken i don't remember going to gal i remember mckim's and lawrence i'm pretty sure we went there one time for pictures but seems not like a weird thing i may have been there (laughs) my one-year-old picture it seems like a weird thing i don't know but you'll get your picture taken at the grocery store but hey yeah I mean, if it's good enough for Mary Jamerson, it's good enough for me. We didn't have fancy phones back then. That's right. Well, that's true. (laughs) I looked up, I saw the subscription card, and I thought, yeah, I've never really looked at this digging through there. So if you want one newspaper by Carrier Boy per Mm. week, per week. I love love these prices. It's going to cost you. I had to do a double take on these. It's going to cost you 40 cents a week, and they're going to deliver it right to your door. I think that's a fantastic deal. So uh, if a year, by Carrier Boy, 20 bucks a year, no big whoop there. And I looked up the Vincent Sun commercial just to kind of see where we're at. Daily Records, 20. Vincent Sun commercials, 22. But remember, you add on that Sunday newspaper, yeah, too. Yeah, that's so. a great deal for the VSC. Yes. I I was looking at those prices also. And I think the year, if you do 40 cents times 52 is $20 and 28 or $20 and 80 cents. Yeah. So, so you're saying, I can't believe so many people were paying by the week. Uh, I felt like by the week. we always paid by the week. And you just paid by the week. And it was so bad. We talked about, it's always fun to talk about them. They would bring those George Costanza wallets full of everybody's <laughs> tickets, how they were able to manage it. Kudos to the, paper carriers because they had well, to yeah they're having like 12 year old kids do it yeah. yes and you Stuff have to tear up that little ticket for your 40 cents just pay the 20 dollars and 80 cents up front or pay hey. the 20 dollars save the 80 cents save that 80 cents we don't but have that yeah, kind four, of money 40 by 40 yeah we're paying 40 at a time maybe monthly i don't know i know they have monthly rates on there too can you imagine how long it took them on those nights they had to collect <laughs> I'm sure maybe they broke it up. I don't know, but what a pain. No, no, it seemed like it was one night was collection. Or maybe not. Just maybe one night at my house, but maybe at somebody else's house. It was a different night. So. Yeah. It was always fun nights when Robert Murray came to collect. I know that. Yes. He'd come in, hang out with us for a little bit. We gave him a snack and a drink. It was great. <laughs> Do his British. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next up, I was just kind of real fast trying to look up what it costs today, and it says look by location, so it doesn't give me a prize. Got to be nothing. Yeah. But at Kentucky Fried Chicken, you can get a three-piece chicken dinner, potatoes, gravy, coleslaw, and two rolls, no substitutions, please, for a dollar thirty-five. Man, that sounds really good. It does. Calculator. I think I saw one ad. A whole fryer chicken was thirty-nine cents. So I mean, <laughs> they're still making a decent profit. That is the same as eight dollars and sixty-seven cents today sounds at about KFC, right. which that sounds that seems about light. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little light. So good deal. What all was I getting in that meal, Brian? Three pieces of chicken, two rolls, coleslaw, potatoes, and gravy. Here's a $9 big box and that, and that's just showing a picture, but that's got, now there's only one roll there, but that's potatoes and gravy slaw. Looks like maybe either two pieces of chicken or two chickens and a tender. And like I say, one roll, but that also includes drink for nine bucks. So eh, they're not bad. Uh, in the wanted ads, um, uh, like this one. I'm just going to read it straight up. Attractive position for a wide awake man or woman of neat appearance and good character. Pleasant work, no layoffs. Earnings opportunity, $1, 125 to $150 a week. Advancement <laughs> is a pop, advancement is possible. Education or experience, not important. Equal opportunity employer. employer write to P.O. Box 396 in Olney or phone 395-2107. But you got to be wide awake. What could this be for? (laughs) I'm I'm guessing it's some pyramid scheme, but I just love the fact that they're looking for people that's wide awake. I'm surprised there was an equal opportunity employer in 74. That's good. Yeah. And my last thing, um, on the very last page, I thought I was done with Bridgeport News, then this baby popped out. Mac Pargin, you know, he's he's moved from police chief over to streets and sewer. Well, he's working on the sewers right now. And he uh, announced that they um, have purchased a an O'Brien sewer jet. The city, I, they haven't purchased it yet. They're trying it out on a six month basis for a monthly rental fee with an option to purchase. Now, seventy five percent of that rental fee will go toward the purchase if we decide to buy. Okay, so you you guys all understand that. <laughs> yes, twenty five percent they're keeping. But 75%. Yeah. Now, if you decide you don't want it, they're keeping a hundred percent of that rental. You're not getting any of that back. Okay. That's a good business move. Yeah. Now I looked up a, an, an O'Brien sewer jet. They didn't say what model it was. Of course, you can't really see the picture, but I kind of estimated what it looked. You can buy a new one right now for $71,000 and you can purchase a used one. If you're looking for one, you might go on this website. It was USA government contracts or something, but a used one, a 2004 model, you can get for 25,000. So I'm not sure exactly what we paid back then, but, um, Pargin was, was happy to, he was looking forward to trying it out as soon as the weather permits. Um, because the city last uh, November voted that uh, they needed a new sewer cleaning machine. I'm guessing this was purchased. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, O'Brien seems like one of the top. I mean, they're still around. So, yeah, yeah, they had to be pretty good. So, that's all I've got. Let's take a quick break uh, for a commercial, and we'll be right back. Thanks to our sponsors, Andrews Insurance, People State Bank, and Tyler Griffin's Pete's House. We'll be back right after this. You want all the amenities of a big-time bank with a local touch? No better place than People State Bank. Sumner, Bridgeport, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville are your convenient locations. They've got financial accounts and assistance for personal, business, agricultural, trust services, and retirement accounts. And People State Bank's your local bank that supports Red Hill Sports and other activities as well as 4-H projects and many, many other local organizations. Remember, four convenient locations, Sumner, Bridgeport, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville, People's State Bank. If you're looking for insurance, we hope that you would call the Andrews Insurance Agency at 542 Main Street in Bridgeport. Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent agents, and they're professionals for all of your farm, commercial, and personal insurance needs. And they've been strong supporters of Red Hill Athletics for decades. So if you're brought down by a pack of dogs, get off your seats and on your feet. And see T-Bone or Juice and give them a call at 618-945-2881 at the Andrews Insurance Agency. When you hear that music, you know it's time to talk Bridgeport-style pizza. And where do you get that? At Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Right there across from the Dog Pound on Judy Avenue. You know where it's at. Call 945-3663 when you're ready for a pizza. And if you want the pizza of the month, here's what it is. In January, they're bringing back the General Chow's Chicken Pizza. Oh, yeah. Well, the base is General Chow sauce. Then they're going to throw on some grilled chicken, some mozzarella cheese. On top of the cheese, some broccoli, green onion, and then a drizzle of yum yum sauce. Yum! Yum! You can get it in a 10-inch, 11.79, 14 inches, 18.79. Call to order one today. That's Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Nine, four, five, food! All right, we are back on the Old School Red Hill Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors. Let's do real quick before we move on to Wednesday. Who's got Wednesday? Me. Number three song in the whole wide world is Leave Me Alone, Ruby Red Dress. This is, of course, the great Helen Reddy. you get the idea she had a lot of big hits in the mid 70s yeah this one followed up uh delta dawn i think i read so and and she's sneaky cute i didn't really realize that um okay who's got wednesday it's me you're on I brother will ju- i will jump in real fast here my uh, update, update. update. Um, <laughs> i was i couldn't have been more wrong on that song uh oh. these eyes by the guess who oh yeah okay. what he was singing on that but uh anyway Kind of sounded like, kind of sounded like it through the headphones, but so okay, proceed. Well, I'm going to start off with a special at the Lawrenceville Drive-In. You know, they're known for their pizza burgers. I'm not sure if they were in 1974, but this deal is going to be happening Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. Okay, you're going to get three breaded pork loin sandwiches for a dollar. Three. Three for a dollar. It's about 33 cents per sandwich. It's a great deal. That is a good deal. How, how much was it? 
three for a dollar. Yeah. And, and Everyday low prices. You're going to get six cents. hamburgers with Arsenal Drive-In? What do you think? Six burgers. Well, God, I mean, pork. No, the pork's on special. That's only for four days. Six, six, six for a dollar fifty. I'm gonna everyday go. low prices. Three fifty for six of them. Chip, chips, chips the winner. Six burgers, dollar thirty five. Stop guys. it <laughs> for a dollar. What are these 35. smash burgers? <laughs> and you know what, guy? I, I don't. I didn't know Lawrenceville driving existed this long ago. I, I don't know that I knew it existed until like the 90s, to be honest with you. I, so I'm surprised when I look at these old newspapers and see that in there. I thought it was like a 90s thing that came around or late 80s, but I've only been there once. I And it oh. was like in 2000-something that I went there. My sister, it's like her, like she's more Lawrenceville driving than like Bobes, I think. Was she pizza um, burgers? Was that her deal? Pizza or? burgers, oh, yeah. that's her thing. So I've been We're there, good. like I got a pizza burger, and I thought, like, I thought it was a good pizza burger, but I... I did, honestly didn't know why people were going so crazy over them. It, it was good pizza burger. Yeah, but, it was a good um, solid pizza burger. Um, yeah, I I guess I just never looked to my left when I was driving down, <laughs> uh, dr- well, going down to Mount Carmel. How often? But you, did you go to Mount Carmel that way often? I mean, would you? Uh, no, I mean, I just use Mount Carmel as an example, but I was yeah, in the. I'm just trying to think how many times you would have driven south down Route 1. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe but, never. <laughs> Oh, Dairy Queen. There oh, you go. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Dairy Queen. Yeah. Jeez, you guys wow. know uh, Cesar Sedeno. I know you do, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Of course, everyone, famous baseball player, played for the Houston Astros in 74. Yeah. Cesar was con- guilty in San Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. He was found guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Oh, he shot a 19 year old girl. His sentence $100 fine. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, the, Gary, I had the article the Monday said, paper. Go ahead. <laughs> the judge sentenced him to pay the one hundred dollar fine and said the the charge would then um, he would be convicted, but it was going to be basically overturned at that point once they paid the hundred bucks. He was he was done. That's so all we need hundred dollars. Cesar was kind of a. Was an act, day, I, think I, guess. I saw this article in the Monday paper. I forgot to go over it, so I'm glad I didn't do that. So Gary could cover it. Uh, I mean, I didn't have the, I think maybe I had the pre-trial uh, article, but I honestly didn't know about this until I was reading in that. I did not know he had shot someone. I guess it was, <laughs> you know, it turned out to be, it was an accidental shooting, but um, love Cesar or Cedeno. was it? David hey, King's guy, Cesar Cedeno. Oh, oh yeah, he had a great run after Jack Clark got hurt in 1985. He had a great, Cardinals picked him up for the stretch run and he was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she, the World Series. Cedeno testified that she was accidentally shot in the head by his 38 caliber when he tried to wrestle it from her after she grabbed it to examine it. Oh my gosh. What a scene he's got going on over there. Yeah, it's not great. Not great at all. We had some uh, Hall of Fame inductions or elections. Okay. We're going to put Whitey Ford and Mickey Mantle on the Baseball Hall of Fame. So, congratulations this to Whitey. This seems late. Well deserved. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah, not going to complain about it. You know, famous Penn State head coach Joe Paterno. Yeah. He led the 12 and 0 uh, Nittany Lions that won the Orange Bowl that year. He was uh, selected as the Eastern Coach of the Year. So, Coach Paterno, good congratulations to him. Yeah. The, the regional grade school tourney brackets were. I don't know what grade school was considered back then. That's all it said was grade school. Probably junior high, I would guess. Yeah, I'm assuming junior high. 
But the brackets came out. I can't think who the players were on would have been on the 1974 seventh or eighth grade team. But we were the number one seed. Tournament's going to start February 4th, and we're hosting. Eighth grade's Rick Tate, Russell Adams. Um, seventh oh, yeah, you grade, had just yeah. talked about those guys. Yeah. So they were the, the number one seed going into that tourney. High school bowling standings. Really? Don't have too many names here that I can really see, but I can tell you that the Aces were leading the league with 90 points. CACP with 69 points. The Salukis were third with 59 points. So someone came up with the name of the Salukis, some high school bowlers. I like that. The Strikers are 37 points. So good job for the Salukis being third in the the high school bowling league. Did they name their team before Red Hill came about? Mm, I don't know. I'm going to guess no. No, I don't know. Surely not. I mean, when you're, it's 1974. That could have, they could have been the Slukies last year. The Just daughters so. of the American Revolution, the sons of American Revolution, they named their winners from oh, that, Red Hill this year. That's a long going thing. The daughters of the American Revolution winner was Mary Lou Chapman. Oh, we've covered her on in some other things. We absolutely have. And the, the sons oh. of the American Revolution winner was Mr. John Christie. He's been covered, and he'll be covered more as we go forward. Yes. So congratulations to uh, John and Mary Lou. Well, we've talked about the grocery store a few times. Gallows is coming back for some more news. (laughs) Gallows is hot. (laughs) He just got a new marketing person. He's on fire. (laughs) Now, this is 1974. Dave, get your calculator ready. This is Dick Poppy. Whoa. Whoa. Now, now we're talking royalty in the newspaper, online newspaper business. <laughs> she was the winner of the Gallows Red and White Sweet Stakes Contest, collected $200. Dang. That's a lot of burgers. That yeah, you could, kill two, you could kill two like, people uh, down in the Dominican. <laughs> that's like winning uh, $1,244 uh, today. Yeah. So. Anybody's going to take that. Yeah, yeah, for a small grocery store to be giving that out. We were talking about just prices of things, and I think this is thought this was interesting. We got um, Miller's TV in Lawrenceville. They're having their January clearance sale <laughs> on your choice here. It's modern, early American, Far East, Mediterranean, fine furniture styles, in giant screen, 25-inch consoles. <laughs> and how much was that 25-inch? They have the price there? This is the clearance price, guys, so they're trying to get them out of there fast. You might want to make a guess? $3.99. I was, I was going to say, that's the TVs are the, the one thing that have like defied inflation. Yeah. You're right, Kinger. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like, I'm going to say like 500 bucks. I was going to say 599 $698.88 for your giant 25 inch console. Lots to choose from there. And uh, you're going to get to Zenith uh, Chroma Color 2. So look out for the Zenith and many, many different styles. I think I'm going to probably end it with the Red Hot Red Hill Salukis. Yes. Red Hill records 10th win of the year. We played over at Olney for this game. The Red Hill Salukis scored 49 points in the second half. Whoa. Okay. Continued their winning ways Tuesday night, posting their 10th victory of the year against only three losses. The visiting Salukis whipped Olney 87-71 to 71 in a North Egyptian Conference game at East Richland High School. Basically a two-man attack led by sixth uh, two senior forward Jim Buchanan and no no shocks here, five nine senior guard Doug Hardaker stood head and shoulders above the rest, 
of the Saluki scorers with 26 and 21 points, respectively. Yeah. Buchanan, who finished strong with uh, three three-point plays the old-fashioned way. Uh, in the final, he had 10 field goals and six free throws, while Hardacre ripped the nets for eight fielders. I like to call them fielders. I don't think I hear people say <laughs> Fielders? Really? Use, use that one Thursday night, Brian. Okay. Yeah. In your next broadcast. <laughs> So Hardaker ripped the nets for eight fielders and five. I've, I've never heard that in my life. Reserve center Bruce Jones was the only other Red Hill player in double figures, and he had 13. What a great stat team. showed the stats showed the Red Hill hit 37 of 69 from the floor for 54%. And only 13 of 23 from the line. Only was uh 32 of 70 fielders, it says. <laughs> and seven of 20 from the foul. Don't start using it too much. I see a couple buzzards on this Olney team: T Buzzard and L Buzzard, and Terry and um, Larry would be that. He would be. He would. He would have been playing in '74, would he? I don't know if that would have been him Bro. or not. Was it L? But was L the other one? Yeah, L Buzzard was the other one. I've Probably got, is. I've got an update here. Um, in 1973, it doesn't appear there is high school bowling, so it appears the Salukis are a new team. Nice. <laughs> Let's see. Red Hill, Hardacre 21, Black 7, Buchanan 26, Christie with 4, Parrot with 8, McAdow with 8, Jones with 13. Looks like Meyer played but did not score, but 49 big points there in the second half. Gets Red Hill its 10th win. Turnover battle was tied at 18. Red Hill out rebounded only forty seven to thirty six. Only did get us in the JV game seventy three to fifty two. But Red Hill's hot. God, they score a lot of points back then. And they yeah, that, with no three pointer. No, th- oh yeah, not even close to the three pointer. But yeah, Chris Black, I know, just had seven. I've kind of been become a fan of his. Just I didn't know who he was until we started this podcast. But he put up some big numbers, and Doug Hardiger spoke very highly of him. Yeah. and of Jim Buchanan on the show. But I, I did a little research on Chris Black. It looks like he married into the Wells family. He is uh, Brent and um, Brad's uncle. Oh, really? Now, so, okay. So yes, so he married Gary's sister. Okay. I'm a big fan of his, so I, yeah, I re- did a deep dive on him one day. Well, that's one of those names that we would have never had. Had we yeah. never started doing this, you would have never known who he was. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I found games he had 29, 27. Like, he put up some big numbers. But All I right. think that's going to wrap up my Wednesday. Wednesday, so we'll go to Thursday first. Just remember this in every single one of these episodes brought to you by Tyler Griffith's Pizza House. People's State Bank and the Andrews Insurance Agency. And please let those guys know that you heard about them right here on the Old School Red Hill Podcast. We would appreciate that. Hey, real quick, I'm headed over to the old gym here in a couple of weeks. I think it's February 5th. I'll be at Red Hill for the senior night for uh, the, the Lady Saluki. So looking forward to getting back in the gym here in a couple of weeks. February 5th. All right. And okay, uh, let's go to Thursday. Why don't? All we? right, let's go. So I'm starting with my daily record again. Let's look at the weather. It was a high of 32 on Monday's paper. We're up to on Thursday a high of 55. I love oh, those January nice. days yeah. where it gets in the 50s. So and it, you the the fender bender that happened out there on a 50. Uh, the guys look like they're in very. They're definitely not wearing coats. The guys that were involved in it. So we had a little record. You guys might know this area. So we're looking at. Uh, the Bridgeport Road intersection 
and U.S. Highway 50. Oh, so are you, yeah. are you with me on where uh, we're at? I'm now? right with you. So, yes, we had a couple of vehicles involved, and the the two ocu- the two drivers are both standing up next to their cars after this. So just some minor injuries, nothing major here. So uh, we had a 69 Chevy driven by Paul Preston and a 64 Chevy driven by Victor Franz. Okay. Um, so little little minor fender bender there. Illinois State Police is on the case. I mean, they're there. They're Couple There's squad cars are there. I'm sure a couple 10 uh, year old or somebody was there. Yeah. Sir Schofield or somebody was there. Yeah. Part no margin. Schofield's at <laughs> <a> night. <laughs> so that's probably why the Illinois state police is taking this. <laughs> case. I bet it was Rex Lawson was probably in there as police okay. chief. He's probably takes the day shift. All right, so Rex and, and you know Illinois Mac State Pargin Police. went out there to see what was going on. Oh yeah, so that was the big front page story. But everybody's going to be okay. Um, let's see, big college basketball game coming up this weekend. The UCLA Bruins have won eighty-eight straight basketball games. They're playing number two Notre Dame this weekend. If 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 the streak is going to get broken, this is the one where they're going to lose the streak. So that game's coming up Saturday, national TV audience, I assume on NBC. I think it was on NBC. But, yeah, so that game's coming up on Saturday. And um, we won't give away the ending yet of uh, whether UCLA's streak continued. Avalon has switched movies. You're going to see Westworld now at Avalon. So that's playing as we've talked about up there on the square in Lawrenceville. And let's see. Uh, the the hospital notes the I still can't believe the, they did that the discharges um, so a couple of well known people were little kid little little kids so I really feel for their parents how much stress this had to be on the parents to have their like two month old in the hospital um, but he's doing great now um, Eric Holtz has been discharged from oh, Richmond Memorial yeah just. November of 73. So he's like, you say just turned two months old. So, um, everything's fine. And it's in the, the stress on this family. Um, Sonia Holtz was in Lawrence County Memorial hospital. Oh my so goodness. two cousins in the hospital at the, at same, the time. same time, but the good news is these are both discharges and they're doing great today. Yeah. Fantastic. So they bounced back. Yeah, and I doubt um, if Eric Holtz is doing very good right now because his Philadelphia Eagles absolutely collapsed. Yeah, he's been quiet on social media this week, so haven't heard anything from Eric. But. Fly Eagle, boom! <laughs> All right, let's keep on moving through here. There's a dance, of course, with the Lawrenceville Moose this weekend, and it's going to be the Country Rebels are playing, and that's going to feature Everett Cessna on lead. I assume he's lead singer for the. For the country rebels, I would say so. Um, that's come. It's uh, if you've been watching the news, it's caucus season. We know in Iowa, well, it was caucus season in Lawrence County. So oh. Oh. the Democratic caucus for a county board member that's going to take place Tuesday, February fifth. Now let me get this straight with you: the February 5th, that is AD Tuesday, February fifth, AD nineteen seventy four. Oh, this oh was it not is. Before, this was not before the birth of Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're going <laughs> to. So, um, thank they, goodness they clarified that. <laughs> yes. So that's going to be coming up. Wasn't something else happened February fifth? Oh yeah, the uh, senior night. Senior game, night. So. Yeah. So that'll be the anniversary. <laughs> yes. 
the 50 year anniversary. And just, so can- just to clarify for everybody, the senior night for the Red Hill Lady Slukies is AD. <laughs> Correct. Yes. <laughs> And I know I, there's a, a Republican party going. I think it's in, coming up on one of my pages. Like I, the Republicans caucusing also. So we caucused. Uh, I, I don't think I knew that. I don't think I did. I know. I know I didn't know that either. So it's got there. It's where the the different districts. Um, there's a group at the all the pre all the precincts. Makes like Brookside School is going to have a caucus. Uh, Bridgeport City Hall. So, so yeah, big times politically in town. So, uh, a suit. Now, I'm not talking a cheap suit here. Okay. Uh, if you're going to go out, if you're going to go to Lawrence County and you want the finest men's clothing, where are you going for the finest men's clothing in Lawrence County? Uh, I got to say Dick Fessels, yeah. Dick Fessels, I love Oh, yeah, yeah, Dick Fessels. Love the smell of that. I can still smell yeah. it today, that leather from the shoes and did, everything. Yeah. So, did what? Weren't they in some kind of, like, fancy font? Like oh, the really? Web. Yes, yes. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah. Very like, old, old English. Old English. It's like a cologne. Um, but yeah, so this is not. I'm not saying you're just going like to anywhere to to gallows and getting a suit because they're selling suits. All this. This is Dick Fessel's. Get this now. They got five different levels of suits here. You can start oh. at a 34.99. That's a corduroy one, but <laughs> they. Seven for their top of the line, $79.99. So I to me that's a great price for suits and men wore suits wow. a lot more back then. So it was they were selling a lot of those. Yeah. It's a five hundred it's a five hundred dollar suit today. So yeah. So that's yeah. I guess that makes sense. So yeah. Um, but yeah, great place and Jack Fi, wonderful business owner. Um we need I was gonna, Dave Dave's inflation calculator needs its own theme music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about the bread and pork loins that Lawrenceville drive in. Still a great deal. I think we've already covered that. What's the better deal? The pork loins or the burgers? Like, listen, I like burgers more. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, the, uh, yeah, the Republican caucus is February 5th. AD also. They yeah, okay. do, the Republicans are also clear on that. On, on what, what part of history that was in. Yes. You know, I just got to thinking, you could get... You could get nine sandwiches for two dollars and what thirty five cents. I mean, if you're a a single guy, I mean, <laughs> you've got lunch for almost the next two weeks, or a or a family. I mean, my <laughs> yeah, goodness. your family two bucks. And that's a that's a great deal. You would throw in some sides. I mean, you're not t- surely sides weren't that expensive, so. I mean, you could um, go buy that three-piece chicken at KFC and Vincent's and use the potatoes, and I mean, you get a lot of food there for for not much money. Inflation rate in 1974. I met people were bitching about these prices too because the inflation rate was 11. percent I can remember when I used to get nine burgers for a dollar thirty-five. What the hell are you people doing? Rich get rich. Like now, I don't give much credence to like a dime, like on the on the floorboard of my car. But like yeah. back then, like a dime would have been like, <laughs> like be, I mean, because you can almost you can buy a big portion of your dinner for that. So yeah, I um, mean, if you've got ten of those, you get yes. three pork loin sandwiches. <laughs> yes. So um, yes, times were different fifty years ago on the fifty year anniversary of. 
what started this podcast, Red Hill High School. Uh, I've got the, it looks like the Thursday paper is when they put the TV listings in. So we'll talk a little TV. The big oh, news with this. the TV listings is what movies were coming out. I'm not talking the movies at the Avalon or the Plaza. I'm talking about what's going to be your like sa- Saturday night movie. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, it was a huge deal. The NBC Saturday night movie, The Arrangement. And it's got Kirk Douglas and Faye Dunaway. And I mean, they didn't mess around on their cast. Um, NBC is going to do, uh, they've got some mystery movies coming up. And then the Monday night movie, Mia Farrow and See No Evil. I'm sure a lot of our old, listeners that are older than 50 were watching these movies back then. The, the listing's something I didn't know. Um, it looks like the price is right. You could, hey, after dinner, and you're getting ready for your primetime shows at 7, you could flip on Channel 7 at 6.30 on a Thursday night and watch The Price is Right. Really? 30, a 30-minute 30 wow. edition. I just always assumed it was 10 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah. That was it. But so, And it wasn't on every night, so I don't know if it was like, I I don't know what the exact schedule. I, I mean, I remember it. as a kid having there be some pri- Price is Right, like primetime specials. Yeah. But not a, but not, it was, it was a, that was a that was a special occasion. Yeah, and this is your um your six thirty slot. So this is your syndication slot going up against like Andy Griffith, Mary Tyler Moore, Truth or Consequence, and to mm-hmm. tell the truth. So Channel Seven, congratulations to them. This was back when we got WCA CIA Channel Three out of Champagne. I know people talk about being able to get the state tournament on that even yes. when we dropped it. We're still able to use rabbit ears. It was before my time. I would have got now what I thought about Champaign, the university of Illinois as a one-year-old or even as a five or six-year-old though is different now. Like I would have loved to have WCIA growing up. And I guess I had it for a little bit of my yeah. life, but I don't ever remember. But I mean, I, we had like, it was late seventies as late. I as know. I, I just it, remember so. it didn't, it didn't come in great. And I remember watching, okay. I remember watching the Friday afternoon game with Jay Scheidler and it was, it was fuzzy. So even when it was on our cable, it didn't come. Just like Channel 4 didn't always come in great. I mean, right. it probably came in yeah. better than Channel 3. But, Channel 4 uh, always had just a little bit of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's probably why we never went to it for. I mean, we obviously always watched the Evansville or Terre Haute News. We never yeah. watched the Champagne News that I remember. Um, <laughs> Those are so cool days when you look at these news, these listings and there's like five channels. I mean, and you yeah. just, you got. I mean, it's so nostalgic to read down through there and whether it be mornings and captain kangaroo and all that or evening. I mean, it's just, it's so, I don't know. It's cool for well, let's to me. It's the cool. cha- yeah. Here's what you could see in Lawrence County. And, and they do have an ad there that, that Notre Dame UCLA game is going to be noon on NBC, um, which channel two. Is that AD? Uh, ch- yes. <laughs> channel two is channel two, NBC, WTWO. Um, channel three, your WCIA champagne was channel three. Channel four was channel four out of Indianapolis. Um, channel 25 was on five. I clearly remember that made it easy yep. to remember five twenty five. channel 16 was on six. I think that was maybe the Southern Illinois PBS station, WS, WSIU or whatever it Sounds was. Right. But, um, channel seven was on seven channel 38 was on eight, which was the Terre Haute, Terre Haute ABC, ABC channel. Yeah. And then channel 14 was on nine, uh, channel 10 was on 10 and channel 22. That's your PBS out of Vincennes was on 12. They don't mention WGN on this uh, one. I don't uh, think, I, we, I think it's a couple of years. Maybe we're okay. away from that. It was, it was on 11 is 11 wide open right now. I know that's where they would, they put it. I mean, there's a wide open, it goes eight, nine, 10, 12. So it's just waiting for just WGN waiting to for land WGN. there. Um, of course, Saturday night, Brian, you'll probably get this one. 
it's a Saturday, you know, Saturday, January, it's college basketball season. College yeah. football's over, college basketball's taken over. Channel seven at 1030 on Saturday night. We're gonna tune into um on WTVW if we're talking college basketball at 1030 game. Don't look at if you don't want to know the score, don't look at the <laughs> That's TV. Right. The replay of the Kentucky Wildcats. Yes. So an, an SEC bow probably playing Mississippi State or something like that. I would love I mean that was some of my early college I, basketball. I, I didn't know where you were going there for a second and then it that it hit yeah. me. Yeah. Uh... Yes. Yeah, so I I I remember it was, you know, early eighties, but I would remember them and I would turn my head. I would only probably stay for about the first two minutes of the game and yeah. fall asleep as a young, like seven, eight year old. But I was still, I didn't want to be surprised on if Kentucky or Ole Miss won, won that night. I uh, believe that's most of my TV listings here. I guess got a couple more pages. See if I marked anything. And I believe that does it. That's your Thursday paper. January 17th, 1974. All right. One more day before we get to Friday, we'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and play the, the, uh, top two songs in the country in this week in 1974. Here's number two by the Steve Miller band. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> That song's still in heavy rotation on on classic rock and regular rock stations. And the number one song in the country, Jim Croce. A real swinger here. If I could save time in a bottle The first thing that I'd like to do Jim Croce left us way too soon. Yep. So that was your yeah. number one song in the country, Time in a Bottle by Jim Croce. Yeah, I know Fair Shake, uh, uh, a plug for the Fair Shake uh, radio show on uh, three Shake broadcasting channels on Saturday morning. We did the number one songs from 1974 a couple weeks ago, and it was Joker, so the Joker. So it's down from number one a couple weeks ago. And then the Razor was nice enough to play the whole song after the show, which was great. Yeah, if you want to hear Fair Shake Saturday mornings, um, you can go on Razor945.com. You can hear that at uh, 8 a.m. on the well, 7 a.m. in Illinois, mm-hmm. if you're listening to it, 8 a.m. Cent- uh, Eastern. Uh, on WRZR and then on WAMWAMFM.com, you can hear it on the the uh, Memories 107.9 at 9 a.m. and then at 10 a.m. on the General. So, and this week it's old school guys. Gary and Dave are on with me. We're going to talk about going to Las Vegas and and good places to eat, places to stay, and all that good stuff. And then uh, each and every week, Chip is the producer of that show, and he helps me out. And and we've had PGA professionals and and the Colts broadcaster of the Connor Onion from the Big Ten Network. Yep. So so um, yeah, yep. tune in to Fair Shakes. Bobby Not just Bednarco. Bobby Bednarco, yep. University of Illinois. Uh, Marty Ledbetter from Channel Ten. So lots of good guests um, that that we've had on, and and hopefully <laughs> you can. It's a fast-paced, informative hour. We try to keep it moving. Don't bore you to death. We want to keep you thinking and, and keep you moving. So each and every Saturday, that's Fair Shake with Brian Emmons. All right, who's got Friday? Uh, that'd be me. All right, Big so, Dave. I'm going to jump right into sports. Um, Chip mentioned the uh, UCLA, uh, big UCLA Notre Dame game coming yep. this weekend. Uh, they had a little tune-up game against uh, Iowa. Um Made article made it sound like uh, UCLA really struggled. Um, 
their coach John Wooden conceded that conceded that they were very unimpressive against Iowa. Um, then I then I had to scroll down a little farther for the uh, actual score, and they beat them eighty eight to forty four. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, Close they were looking ahead to Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, 68 to 44. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, but still, still. Makes a little I, more uh, sense. He didn't, think they, he didn't think they shot very well, didn't think they were very crisp. But I guess uh, their standards were maybe a little higher than, uh, than yeah. most teams. Right. I guess. So, yep. And speaking of that, uh, I don't know how long their undefeated streak went exactly, but. They're, they're, that, that's a record that will never be touched, ever. No, I, college, I forget what that winning basketball. streak was. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, this was their 88th straight victory. Yep. So I'm assuming they. Yeah, I don't. I, I, uh, I don't I, know. Maybe how. I do. Know. Sunday, we're going <laughs> to find out on Sunday's paper. <laughs> maybe I do know how many <laughs> they won. But uh, <laughs> also, uh, there uh, in the article talked about how Bill Walton, um, which became a theme later on in this pro career um was injured um not not and did not play which is one of the reasons that wouldn't felt they struggled but you know they still they, they still handled business um speaking of injuries this is not red hill news though it is a uh um lawrenceville lawrenceville article about uh, rick leafty suffering a broken thumb <laughs> and his playing status for the rest of the season was uh, undetermined um, he was a senior on that Lawrenceville team. Anybody notice? Was that the end for him? Did he, did he come back and play later that yeah, season? He, he came back. I don't oh, know how yeah. much he missed, but um, okay, he led him to the state title. Okay, all right. So I I thought so, but I was I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure on that. But he had had a thirty thirty point per game scoring average at the time of the injury. Yeah. Um, so obviously was, that was a, that would have been a I, huge I wish loss. I, uh, I wish yeah. I would have seen him play. Mm-hmm. So. And then uh, Red Hill Junior High um, goes on the road, and uh, the eighth grade team knocks off Mount Carmel at Mount Carmel for their ninth win and 12 starts, uh, 12 games that season. Um, nice. Jim Doyle and Rick Tate led the way with 11 points each. Uh, Tracy Legg uh, came in with nine points. Tim Worth with three. Robbie Rucker got a free throw for one point, and Kevin Barker scored four points as well. So a, a close victory. Unfortunately, the seventh graders came up just short and uh, what uh, they dubbed a barn burner, 39 to 37. Um, they had a chance to score the tying basket with one second remaining, but missed the shot. Um, Timekeepers started the clock too early, possibly, mm-hmm. um, but you know, but you're on the road. You gotta, you gotta expect yeah. stuff like that. Yep. Uh, so, so it seems like back then Tate and Doyle were the guys. Their names keep coming up. At least during this week, they were hot. Um, yeah. But of course, this became like the '78 was like Tracy Leg and Jeff Todd's because we heard Tracy got in the scoring column. I haven't heard Jeff Todd's name yet, but so you just never know in junior high who's going to kind of blossom. I mean, because those yeah. guys were superstars four years yeah. later. So yeah. junior high kids, if you're not the star player right now, keep working keep, at it. Don't keep give up working. Yes. And then uh, kind of an interesting uh, article on the wrestling team. Uh, Coach Bill Huff, Brett Hill, announced a revised wrestling schedule for the rest of the season. So here we are setting. It's uh, Friday, January 18th. Um, Coach Huff can say his wrestling Salukis are undefeated, and they are so far this season, but they've only had one match. Coach Huff is the wrestling coach? Yeah. Oh, wow. 
And um, and that one match was a December 11th win at Cumberland. Since then, five matches have been canceled or postponed by bad weather. Wow. So I don't think we got into a snowy, must have gotten into some snowy conditions and you know weren't able to do the meets or whatever. But anyway, the, the revised schedule for the rest of the season um, – was released was released um and they will have to make up they're going to be making up some different meets and that they have four matches in the next week so they'll they'll get back to uh, a lot of wrestling coming up a lot of wrestling coming up um chip mentioned that uh westworld was on at the avalon theater um it's going to be ending uh saturday night oh that's a short run and then uh coming sunday monday and tuesday exorcist no, it's an interesting. Uh, almost sounds like a smut film. I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say it's probably porn. <laughs> it's. I don't think it's porn. I did look it up a little bit. It, it called it an exploitation film, though. Oh. His name is the name of the film is Stacy. It says okay. take a ride on the wild side with Stacy. She's fast and she's a very private detective. Oh, this, so. That sounds like a movie I'd like to see. <laughs> So that will be playing at the Avalon. Uh, I'm assuming Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday only. Um, but that, well, I guess we'd have to look at the next week to see. So um, oh, that covers going. that covers the sport. You know, the sports. Um, it says she's cool a, it says she's the school a, lunch a, menus have been uh, have been uh, released. It says she's a curvaceous private eye. <laughs> but. Uh, the Red Hill Grade School menu for the next for the following week has been released. Monday, gonna go spaghetti, lettuce with French dressing, peanut butter. I'm a, I'm picturing the peanut butter in the little oh, uh, little little cups. You know, little. Uh, I bet paper there was no there. cup. I bet they put just a big <laughs> glob right on your tray. Cookies, orange juice, bread, butter, milk. That's a that's a full meal. That is a great yeah, meal. Orange, orange juice and spaghetti. I don't know about that combo, but <laughs> but but you get your milk. You get your milk. Yeah, still. May, maybe get the choice. Maybe get right. the choice of the two. Uh, Tuesday we're going chicken and noodles, whipped potatoes, slaw, mm. cake, plums, bread, butter, milk. Uh. Okay. Um, Wednesday is a little shaky. Turkey salad on lettuce. I don't know about that. Turkey's okay. Uh, buttered corn, cookies, orange juice, bread, butter, milk. Turkey salad on lettuce. Yeah, that's so kind of. Wrap. I was going to say that's kind of that, <laughs> yep. that was kind of ahead of its time. It was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Thursday we're going meatloaf, gravy, uh-huh. whipped potatoes, buttered <laughs> peas, orange juice, bread, butter, milk, and Friday chili, cheese slices, carrot sticks, creamed rice, fruit. Bread, butter, milk. Very complete meals. So. I I wasted eight years of my life taking my sack lunch every yeah. single day, first through eighth you, grade. You some I hear these meals. meals. I mean, the food was tremendous, <laughs> and it was homemade food back yeah, then, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I've always been a fan of institutional food. Institutional food. Yes, I love, <laughs> love when you say that. <laughs> um, yes, but um, yeah. And my mom always says she should have just made me eat the lunch. And yeah. if I wasn't going to eat it, I wasn't going to starve. Um, but I wish my parents would have made me eat that because there were some good meals. I never really was a mate. I mean, I ate a few times at school, but not very many. 
Yeah, I'd what love was it. uh what was your guys' favorite favorite school lunch? I was a big fan of the chili and crackers. Yeah, that, that was that, solid. That was solid. I, you said that. I was. I, I remember that being very good. I really liked the chili, and I, I, I liked. Well, I liked it. I liked it all. The only thing I, I didn't care fan. for was soup bean. You know, like what do you call it? Like beans ham and, and beans. ham and beans. Oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah. That table. was all right, but but most things were really really good. I wish, and I'm sure you can still get them. The rectangle shaped pizza. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that's we'll that's, still serve them. Yeah, that, uh, I love that. I would. Uh, I think they got a little Caesars. <laughs> um, pizza, pizza. One thing I noticed, you know, and just I know, you know, a lot of churches around here are struggling now, you know, with attendance. Um, Nineteen seventy-four. That must not have been the case because there yeah. is a bunch of different churches, different multiple services per day. Um, Sunday school, morning worship, youth services, the whole, the whole, yeah, those bit. pews, those pews were full. Yeah. So things have, uh, things have changed on that end in the last 50 years for sure. Yes, they have. Uh, the one thing it was on the last page. Let me find it here again. I love looking at these through these old papers and just seeing what stuff cost, you know, <laughs> back then I know, and I know people didn't make as much money as they did. You know, yeah. As they do now. So, Man, that'd be great if they did. Yeah, yeah, we, I'd <laughs> rule the world. If we could go back 50 years <laughs> with what we have now, but, uh, it's just, but I, and you know, this is not even a place in, uh, Bridgewater, Lawrenceville, but jeans, jitterbug and Robinson took out a, uh, <laughs> Jeans, it's a liquor store and Robinson That's took care of, name. uh, Took out a an ad. Um, you can get a twelve pack of of cans, your choice, and they're warm. A Pabst Bush Strohs. What do you think? Uh, what do you think something like that would run you? I'll say four to four four and a quarter. Two dollars and forty five cents. Oh wow, That's a good deal. Nice. You can get a, a Pabst you can Bush get a, and Strohs. You can get a fifth of Seagram's seven. Cr- uh, for four dollars and twenty five cents, you can get a fifth of Walker's a Gin fifth? for three dollars and sixty cents. Uh, get a quart of Walker's Vodka for four dollars and fifty cents. A whole quart, <laughs> a whole quart of Jim Beam or Early Times for five dollars and eighty cents. Uh, teacher Scotch. Uh, a fifth, just a fifth. That's six ninety five. That must have been the that must have been yeah. the fancy stuff. I'd, yeah. I'd never and, leave the house. <laughs> Glenmore vodka, a fifth of it was three dollars and fifty five cents. Then they've got over one hundred and sixty varieties of Taylor, Christian Brothers, and Paul Mason wines. Nice. So, so I don't know the if Jeans, I don't know if Jeans Jitterbug is still in business or not. It <laughs> should be. They should have got enough business off of that. But uh, that's all I've got for uh, Friday. Kind of a kind of a short news day, though. The sports section did have a lot of lot of good information yeah. in it. So wasn't it a, well, there wasn't you go. Complete. That is this week in 1974. I love covering the 70s. I just I love it, and I love everything about reading about it. And and uh, you know, it always seems like in the 70s, like when you see like everything was in disrepair. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it I, seems that way. For yeah. sure. <laughs> I love it. I think it's awesome. These stories are great. So big announcement. We're just about there on the uh, Bridgeport Leader Project. We'll fill you in on that here in the next couple of shows. Um, 50 year anniversary of Red Hill. So we're going to do a lot of great shows kind of centering around probably 1974 and, and, and that era during this year. We've, this is our second show of 2024. So we're, we're looking at at least 20 more, probably more than that, um, this year, especially once, uh, hopefully those Bridgeport leaders kick in. Mm, that, oh uh, yeah. There's a thousand podcasts right there that we yes, do. Lots of little league <laughs> yeah. uh, episodes. I'm looking, looking forward to that. I will see one of our, our, regular podcast listeners um debbie scott utt i will see her next week um our two daughters will play in basketball and i hope they take it easy on us because her daughter's team is the number one team in 2a in indiana north knox really really good and 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 we're we're just uh okay so we're hoping to get through that one and then get to the sectional but uh so i'll get to see debbie i'm looking forward forward to that like i say listen to fair shake on all those stations and what else anybody else got anything they want to say to the fine people of uh, bridgeport in the world well i can update you on that uh notre dame ucla game that happened <laughs> yeah. saturday at noon on nbc Please do the 88 game winning streak has been broken oh wow yes <laughs> notre dame stunned ucla 71 to 70 so 88 did walton end up playing Walton had a huge game. Yeah, I thought so he did. I think maybe he had just been resting during yeah, that Iowa game. I thought game. he so ended up playing. 12 of 14 from the floor, 24 points. Um, but 88 games in a row, it's a streak in college basketball. It'll never be broken. Uh, the closest was UNLV, 145 in the 90 and then into the 91 season. So 45 yeah, has been the longest since then. Yeah, I that thought was, it was that interesting. They played again a week later. At oh, okay. pavilion, Did they really? I don't think it, I don't think another team will get to that forty-five. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh no way, not anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, and they play so many games, and they and, and the travel, and it's the tough team. to win win yeah, that many. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. I talk about the travel. I mean, my God, they Notre Dame and UCLA played two weeks in a row. So, <laughs> yeah. well, and how many teams stay together? Yeah. I mean, I mean, this UCLA oh, yeah. team were there for you know everybody was there for four years. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, no team stayed together like that. The transfer portal now is just, it, it's chaos. Yeah, Mook, you got anything? <laughs> I don't think so. Thanks for everybody for listening, listening or putting up with us. I guess I should say, and we we have a good time doing this. I hope you have. This good is time our listening. fourth year of doing this now. I guess. Isn't that crazy? It's going to be four years in May, I believe. Wow. Yeah. So this we're, we're we're midway through season four. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Well, I'm Brian Emmons. On behalf of David King, Chip Jamerson, Gary Emmons, we write, produce, direct all of these fine episodes, and we have one heck of a time doing so. Don't forget our sponsors, Tyler Griffin's Pizza House, People's State Bank, and Andrew's Insurance Agency. If you want to sponsor, just get a hold of us. We can be happy to get you that information. So we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. It's always a lot of fun when you listen to the old school Red Hill Podcast. Let's go white.